0: G'day, this is Hank David from Aussie Grown Radio with today's words of encouragement from Aussie Grown singer-songwriter Melissa Ferreira. On this podcast, Melissa Ferreira has invited Paige Davies from Brisbane, Australia, who is the owner of Pictured by Paige, a faith-based online apparel and stationery store to talk with us. Page creates encouraging Christ-centred content on TikTok to help spread the gospel of Jesus Christ our Lord. Today Paige will be talking about what it means to glorify God in all our relationships. Stay tuned to learn how to approach your relationships in a way that will glorify God
1: hi everyone this is melissa ferrera and as hank david mentioned today we have a guest with us and her name is paige so welcome paige it's so lovely to have you with us today thank you so much i'm so excited to be here it's lovely to have you thanks again and we wanted to talk today specifically about relationships and how it's so important to navigate our relationships through a christian perspective But more importantly, how do we glorify God through our relationships? Because I think it's so important to understand that because sometimes we think about, okay, how do I navigate this relationship? But really, I want to emphasize, how do we glorify God? Because that actually makes a huge difference. So the first question I'm going to ask you is, um, what does glorifying God mean? Because that can mean so many things to different (laughs) people. And it's such an extensive word to use, you know. So break that down for us a little bit more.
2: Yeah, for sure. I feel like, like you said, it is such an extensive um, thing to dive into. But mm-hmm. overall, I feel like glorifying God ultimately is praising Him and acknowledging Him in everything that we do. And I feel like we need to live a life sort of like honoring His commands and being righteous um, in everything that we do. And I always look to, it's a super well-known scripture, but I always mm-hmm. look to um 1 corinthians 10 verse 31 and it says so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do you should do it all for god's glory and i feel like that is so true and i think sometimes when we think like glorifying god um we think do we have to you know sit in our prayer room 24 7 Mm -hmm. and and pray to him but It's actually in like the mundane things that we do in life. And Mm -hmm. when you're going out for coffee with a friend or like just whether you're dating someone or whatever you might be doing, you need to be sort of like intentional in giving that situation to God and asking him, what do you want me to do with this Lord? And being obedient to that. That is so good. And I like how you spoke
1: about being very intentional because I think sometimes we're like, oh, well, this is really minor or I can just go ahead and do this or that or just go for this coffee and then sort of pre-plan what we're going to do. But, yeah, Mm. just having that attitude, like I want to be intentional with these relationships in my life and I think that glorifies God because he knows you're putting in effort. He knows you're trying to approach it from a place of love and care and his presence instead of sort of um, thinking about it like whatever will be, will be, you know? Yeah. Um, so question number two is what does it mean to be committed to god and to also be committed in your relationships because i think if we carry a value of commitment to god that should really be reflecting in our relationships as well so what we do for god should be reflecting In our relationships but I think sometimes people think well I'm committed to God but you know Mm. um, that's the main thing and they they sort of cut off in relationships or they kind of don't keep their word or they don't you know do those sorts of things but I think God places a high value on not just being committed to him but you know like he wants us to practice that example because if we are you know reflecting it to God it should automatically be something developing within ourselves to reflect to others so what do you think about that
2: yeah absolutely i so agree like what you said he wants us to commit to him of course but i feel like that needs to overflow into our relationships and i think like being committed to god it essentially comes from trusting in his ways and that they're better than our ways no matter what that looks like in life Mm -hmm. and i think when we commit to something we need to be willing and ready to give it at all but generally when we commit to something we need to know what we're committing to right Mm -hmm. so if we don't know who god is how can we commit to him and i think that by diving into his word and like really reading what he has to say and who he is that's when we realize who god is and how much he loves us and his plans for us are always good even when we can't understand that and that's where i sort of think if we don't know what we're committing to like how are we going to commit to it so i think god wants us to really trust him and and that sort of reflects into our relationships as well Mm -hmm. and so it's like even where it says in Psalms 37 verse 5, it says, Commit your ways to the Lord, trust Him, and He will help you. And that's the kind of thing where you need to have faith and trust in the Lord before you can commit to anyone else, let alone exactly. to Him.
1: Yeah and i love how you said that you know your value needs to be firstly placing your commitment in god and he teaches you what trust is all about and then you can take that example and reflect it um, in your relationships but what would you say as well to some of the people who are listening in and maybe think like um, they sort of make um, commitments very impulsively and sort of Mm. fall short from Um, fulfilling them um, when they do that so what would you say to them and maybe give them a couple of tips on how they can navigate through that
2: yeah I feel like sometimes people think commitment is so scary because it feels like such a sure thing and such a like big step to make Mm -hmm. but I feel like when you kind of like I touched on before when you know what you're committing to and when you're trusting that it's like taking that leap of faith and taking that um you know, taking your anxieties away. So whatever might be scaring you away from commitment, it's like, well, you know, if I just give this a chance, despite what I'm feeling, then I'm going to either get the result that I'm hoping for or God's going to lead me in a different path. And I think that ultimately when we trust God, (laughs) it's going to, you know, He's going to lead us down the right path. So if you're worried about committing to someone or something, you know, you need to put God first and then you'll be able to trust that no matter what happens, he's going to lead you in the right direction. And that's so good.
1: And I like how you said it is a leap of faith. Um, mm. I mean, we can't really, you know, have faith or talk about faith if we don't put it into practice and just trust God for the outcomes. So that was super helpful. What do you think it means to be a friend who's honest? Because in the world today, people mix up truth with lies. Mm. Um, but you know Jesus said he's the way the truth and the life and no one comes to the Father except through him so if we claim to follow the truth um, which Jesus claims to be the truth not half truth but full truth um, how do you think we can reflect being a truthful disciple a follower of God in our relationships and not live a life of half truth half lies but you know have the Word of God as our uh, compass as it is uh, mm. to lead us to be reflecting truth in all our relationships.
2: Yeah, and I think that, you know, with that, the Word should be our ultimate source for mm. truth. And when we're reading our Word daily, like that's like the most important thing, I think, as well as a prayer life. But when you're reading the Word daily, you get a better understanding of truth. Like you said, you know, Jesus said, he's the way, the truth and the life. and That's where we learn how to be true in every situation. Um, And it's like I think the most common thing you see these days in a friend or a relationship is you've got so much like temptation from the enemy Mm -hmm. to fall into gossip or, you know, doing things that might not be so kind to other people in your relationship because the enemy wants to split up relationships and he doesn't want godly friendships. Mm -hmm. So you've got to be awake to the fact that, you know, yes, we can pay attention to the Lord, but we also need to remember there's an enemy who's trying to steal, kill and destroy. So... I think to be honest in a relationship, we need to be aware that there's gonna be times where maybe we're not happy with something that they do, or maybe something um, comes up that we don't feel comfortable to talk about, but we need to trust that we can go to them and be um, as kind as we possibly can, because that's how we would wanna be treated, where it says, you know, love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. How would you want your friend or your relationship to, to speak to you about something? Or how would you want them to talk to other people about you? And then we need to go and do that the same to them. That's true. I think it's again, like you linked back to a step of faith
1: as well um, in what you do. Um, But also I wanted to ask you, I think you brought some really important points up. Some people don't feel comfortable um, Mm. with being honest because it might be very touchy. How would you tell them to navigate that?
2: Yeah, I think that if if anyone is sort of worried about being honest or, you know, the confrontation that comes with that, um, it's you actually have to just be open to doing that for the sake of your relationship. Because if you're not going to do that, if you're not going to be um, confrontational in that sense, then it may not get resolved and it's sort of like you need these are the things that you need to do in order to make a relationship or a friendship work is to I guess overcome that fear Mm -hmm. and that that anxiety of talking to someone about something that bothers you it's it is scary and it is you know I've had times where I've had to speak to someone about something that didn't sit well with me and you know you're sort of freaking out like out Mm -hmm. leading up to it but it's for the sake of the relationship or the sake of the friendship that you need to just do it anyway that's so true you've got to you know develop yourself
1: i think all of us need to if we're not comfortable with something we need to ask god to help us develop in that area now Mm -hmm. i've actually had um you know uh, places in my life where if you do talk about something and you're honest about something the fact is Paige like some people are not going to be honest (laughs) with you regardless um, of your honesty Um, now some people might get really hurt in relationships so let's expand on that a little bit more so say you're honest and the other party isn't honest with you what do you think the person who actually does Um, speak truth what do you think that person should do how do you think that person should respond in a situation where they can't control the truth that someone else Mm. speaks um, but they can control their own words you know
2: yeah of course I think it comes down to like you said, control. I think we can control what we do, but we're never going to be able to control what someone else does and um, their reaction to something or or what they do with their words. Um, So I think that we have to just be aware that, you know, other people are not gonna, you know, react the same as what we are. And we have to be, I guess we have to be open to that. and if someone's going to continue to lie to you or continue to be an Mm -hmm. like an untruthful friend or um whether you're in a relationship or it's a friendship but i think that you know you're you're not necessarily going to want constant lies in your life Mm -hmm. um and it's not to say that you have to completely cut those people off but you might want to make steps that sort of back away from those types of friendships just because you want people surrounding you who are going to lift you up and who are going to speak the truth to you Um, and it's really hard to maintain a relationship when you're trying to you know speak the truth all the time and then they're just feeding you lies constantly so that's going to be really hard to it's sort of you know you're unequally yoked in that Mm -hmm. sense and that that makes it really tough to make a relationship work that
1: is so good and like you said i think also boundaries are very important Mm. so when is enough enough as much as we want to tell you in this podcast okay you've got to love each other but remember love is not just gentle it's truthful it's also firm i would be very gentle with my love and very um you know just honest and truthful and all the sweet things um but we need to remember love is firm and you don't actually put up with things that actually hurt you because it's not emotionally good for yourself you've got to love yourself as well Mm -hmm. um so if you do find yourself in that position where a person is lying to you all the time or just doing something that isn't good for your emotional well-being well Like Paige said, you've got to, you know, take those steps and know where your line is as well. If you are actually going through something like this or similar to this, and I would just encourage you to not feel depressed over it. But I would say, tell yourself, what's the jewels? I always say, what's the jewels that I can get out of this rough situation? What's the treasure? Um, that I can pull out of it. What's good for me? Um, And let me let go of the bad, okay? And so take the good and say, how can I apply this into my next relationship or into my next friendship? Mm. And I think that's a positive perspective to carry um, when you are going through like, you know, a a relationship where you're not told the truth or whether Mm. it's something else and you're really hurt. Is there anything else you wanted to add about taking treasure um, from, you know, the hard things that you might experience in your relationships?
2: yeah I think that like I know from personal experience I've had friendships in the past um, where I have had to draw that line and draw that um, I guess make those boundaries where I had to I guess essentially put myself first in my relationship with God first mm-hmm. and it is really hard there were times where I would be crying because I'm yeah, losing definitely. friends, you know but I think that you gotta ask God okay so if you're losing let's say a big group of friends mm-hmm. You've got to ask him, like, Lord, send me some good Christian friends who are going to be honest and truthful and help me in my walk with you. And God will do that. He wants you to be surrounded with good community. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's such an important thing. When you lose something, there's usually a door that's yet to be opened that God has for you. Um, And it's kind of like you just have to have hope in that. That is so good. That is really, really good. And it is so
1: true because it's not easy. We're not going to sit here and say, well, it's easy guys, get over mm, it. Yeah. It's not, it's a process. So pray about it and you know, God will definitely bring you good community i really believe that strongly that people settle a little too much mm-hmm. um, even in the christian community um for just people who are just you know not living the christian faith no one's perfect don't get me wrong we're all yeah. work in progress but i don't think purposely doing the wrong thing in your relationships all the time pleases god so you know just lay it down and believe that god will bring you good friends i really believe he's so faithful and he loves to see his children having community. so the next question is how can we be accountable in our relationships
2: yeah this is such a good question and i think something that we should all sort of reflect on Mm -hmm. every now and then but i think sort of like i've mentioned already like it's important to be intentional with our relationships and um like i said god designed us to have community to lift each other up and hold each other accountable um to lead each other to christ and one scripture that comes to mind is matthew 8 verse 15 it says if your brother or sister sins go and point out their fault just between the two Mm -hmm. of you if they listen to you you have won them over and i know that scripture can sometimes probably be taken a little bit out of context um yeah people just feel like they can go and pretend they're better than everyone and um point out faults but i take it as being an accountable friend whether it's you opening up to receive the feedback maybe you've done something that someone sees and and goes hey i didn't i don't really think that's you know probably what god would want you have to be softened and open enough to receive that feedback and then also to be able to give it to a friend or a rela- in a relationship um to be held accountable because we want to point each other to christ and Mm -hmm. you need accountability to do
1: that yep and that's so true and that's how we grow um, and that's how we develop right i mean if someone isn't really telling you like i'd love to have people tell me actually mm. mel this isn't what you should be doing or i think you could do it this way i'd actually be very happy with that because i feel like they care enough to tell you yeah um you know if you don't love your friends you don't love your brother you don't love your sister you're not gonna be honest with them to be honest yeah. <laughs> with you no, it's true yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah um so for me it's like i notice when i love a person i'm automatically like if something isn't good for them i just don't want them to be in that position Mm -hmm. and so i think guys if you love your friends be honest with them but also find friends that are going to be honest with you so um i think that's very important um i don't want my friends to to say things that are going to please me at the end of the day Um, I want them to please God and I want them to be able to come and approach me and want the best for me. That's another thing. Always have friends that want the best for you, uh, that see the call of God on your life, that want to develop you, um, that want to see you reach further goals in the kingdom. Um, I think that's important and that they cheer you on. To reach those goals um, so how totally. those friends that are united in the body of Christ that's another thing but yeah definitely be honest if you love people you'll be honest with them if you don't love them unfortunately the fact <laughs> is if you're not being honest um, in your relationships at the moment even though you see your brother or your sister doing something that isn't good for them unfortunately not exercising the love that you need to um, yep. um, did you
2: want to add anything to that I think if like for anyone who's i guess afraid to talk to someone mm-hmm. about like maybe something they're doing that doesn't sit well with them I think that you need to look at it as like how can I better the body of Christ through like the holy spirit leading me and I think when you look at it like that as though it's it's not you being high and mighty it's actually exactly. for the sake of the kingdom mm-hmm. yeah you know? and I think that when we look at it from that perspective it's like oh okay I'm going to do something good for the kingdom of God and I'm going to see this person like change their decisions for the glory of God like we were talking about earlier. So I think that it's just like one of those things where it might be a bit scary but you just got to do it and you'll see that you know if they take it in the wrong way God will work on their heart you don't have to worry about that. Mm -hmm. Um, But just i think you just have to know you're doing the right thing by god and then he will work out the rest
1: exactly and leaving the results to him i think um sometimes um people try to control the results um whether that be with their words like how can i change this person's mind about me or what i said but you know sometimes when we give people a message the holy spirit if we pray over that message the holy spirit can help them to interpret that message the way he wants them to uh, regardless of what we say so it's not really human effort we can type a message mm-hmm. we can speak a message but God can really change that message to mean what he wants it to mean um, to the receiver so I think we shouldn't you know like you said be afraid trust God that we're doing it for the kingdom and um, mm-hmm. the results are in God's hands now in Matthew chapter 5 Uh, verse 23 to 24, Jesus is talking about um, people who come and bring their gifts to the altar, but then they remember that their brother or their sister has something against them. But Jesus says if you know that, leave your gift at the altar and go and first make yourself right and reconcile with your brother and then come back and um, offer your gift. So um, what do you think about that and how do you think we can exercise this truth? Um, through confrontation in our relationships
2: yeah it's um it's a good question and i think that it's important especially in relationships that we walk in forgiveness um and i think that could either be asking for forgiveness mm-hmm. or you know forgiving someone else for some hurt that was done to us and um, the enemy tries so hard to stop us from forgiving or seeking forgiveness, which I think is like a spirit of pride or yeah, guilt right. um, mm-hmm. or, or even just embarrassment that, you know, we've done something wrong. Um, but something that I've learned over the years is that if we don't confront these things, it grows into bitterness exactly. and it doesn't produce any good fruit at all. So exercising confrontation, it it's like, you're laying it down and you're, um, not letting that stronghold, like take a grab of your life. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, by leaving, I guess the gift at the altar and going and being reconciled to your brother or your sister, like it's essentially like letting go of that tie of that spirit of pride and guilt, um, and allowing God to let forgiveness, like go in your life and have that freedom in that sense
1: yeah exactly that's so true and just extending on that like you mentioned you know it grows bitterness which is not good not good at all mm-hmm. um for your relationship with god and not good for your grace as well right so all of us need to yeah. learn how to forgive others actually jesus says if we don't forgive others our father in heaven will not forgive us so that's how seriously mm-hmm. Um, Jesus takes forgiveness and I think as well when we do um, see these things happening in our relationships all these negative things we need to remember some of the strategies we can take um, to actually approach um, this in a godly sense you know so what what are some strategies you'd give us Uh, maybe give us like two strategies
2: I just think like in my personal experience i remember being um it was actually a work colleague and i Mm -hmm. just remember going to work every day feeling horrible um and it ended up so it started off as oh i'm not really getting um i don't really like this person Mm -hmm. and then it grew to bitterness which grew to guilt because i know that being bitter towards them is the wrong thing to do so then it was like a snowball effect and i literally i asked other people to pray for me but i also was like lord I know that my flesh doesn't want to, you know, be friends with this person or like this person, but I know that you love them. And it's actually looking at the person the way that God looks at them. And when you do that, you're like, oh my gosh, like, you know what? God loves them just as much as he loves me. Who am I to, you know, not forgive them or to not seek their forgiveness for the things that I've done? Um, So I always look at it like, change your perspective on the people around you to how God views them that's like the biggest thing that I would say other than that I think that um we need to sort of like I said with pride that's Mm. such a um it's, it, it really is like an evil spirit, and it I think is. that we mm-hmm. yeah we can build up so much pride and think that we are so good and and so righteous, um, but we're not. We're all sinners, and mm-hmm. that's a hard reality to face. But we are, and we know better than anyone else. So, if we can lay the pride down at the foot of the cross, and and realize that it's not. You know, this life isn't about us and how good we are, but it's about Jesus. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the other thing. It's like, you know, lay everything down. If there's anything negative, you know, lay it down.
1: Exactly. And you're so spot on when you say this life isn't about us. Like when we live life knowing we're approaching this, okay, we're doing this for God's glory. It's so that God can be shown to people. Um, It's so that the goodness of God can be reflected. I think that way we start to not depend on ourselves as much. Um, So Mm -hmm. we start to say, okay, so say if God's telling us to do something, we overcome the nerves and we start to think, you know what? god is the one manifested here he's the one who's been shown so it's his power that needs to show up i have nothing to offer i'm just an instrument so that's another way to see it in your relationships that when you go and do these things you want to know that ultimately your goal here is to glorify god and um you know to see people brought into his kingdom because another thing is that people are not going to know jesus if we don't reflect jesus and reflect love the bible says jesus says that you know People will know that you're my disciples through the love mm-hmm. you show them, not through the bitterness we show them, um, not yep. through the, you know the harshness that we show them. But it's through it's through the love of Jesus, and so that's really important. What you noted there is just bring the pride down, and you know mm-hmm. just pray pray over it and try to uh, ask the Lord to prune us of the things that are not of Him. All of us mm-hmm. are a work in progress. No one's perfect <laughs> by any means. Yep. But I really think if we're serving God in ministry, another important thing is that we really need to make sure that we're not bitter because it Mm. doesn't, you know, God places an anointing on people's lives to bring forth their service to him, whatever that might be that you're doing. You know, whether it's at work, whether it's in church, whether it's on the streets, he brings, you know, his presence upon our words. But I think honestly, God's presence kind of lacks in our lives. When we have bitterness, it's not the same. Yeah. Um, when we speak, we're not as anointed or, you know, empowered because we're la- lagging behind and we're not carrying the fullness of God's presence, um, which totally. includes um, forgiveness. So the last question yeah. I wanted to ask you, I love this scripture. This is this is mm-hmm. a really um, valuable scripture to me, yeah. and it's a very straightforward scripture. Um, so 1 John 4, 8 says, He who does not love, does not know God for God is love and that is so cool because it tells us that if we don't love we're going around (laughs) saying I don't like you I like you but I don't like you right and yeah we don't know god like it is so straightforward and it's so um firm that god says if you don't love people you don't know me you can't claim to know me you just don't know me
2: um so (laughs) you know
1: what do you think this means for our relationships and how can we exercise it
2: yeah it's so good i also love this scripture um i think it's kind of like a bit of like a an eye-opening scripture as well Mm -hmm. it's like wait if i'm like not enjoying you know someone's company it's like do I know God because am I looking at this person through the eyes of God Um, but love really is the key to any relationship Um, and I think that the word love gets flung around exactly in Mm -hmm. all kinds of ways these days yeah like in different contexts but love is supposed to be unconditional and if we don't truly know god the creator of the world like the Mm -hmm. one who sent his only son to die for us how can we offer that love to anyone else and um you know the best friends and the best relationships i've ever had are the ones who are totally in love with god and know Mm -hmm. him because they can outpour that same love to me or to other people um and I think, like, you know, it says in John 15, verse 13, there is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friend. And that may sound a bit extreme to some people, but really, like, that is the goal. We need to love others the way that God loves us, and that means sacrifices. Um, you know, I've had friends and relationships that don't have um, a relationship with God, and although they can be great friends because they um, – are in the world and not of god it's hard for me to have a true friendship with them um, because they they don't reciprocate that same mm, you know exactly. unconditional love
1: yeah yeah so what would you say that's very interesting so in christian relationships uh, i honestly think it's a two-way thing i don't think that relationships function one way that's very important you don't want to drain yourself out and be the one that's pouring yep. out So even if it's a non-Christian friend and you're trying to get them to the truth, um, you can lead someone to the truth, but if they don't want the truth, that's up to them, Mm -hmm. right? Don't burden yourself with that. But how do you think you can navigate through relationships and make sure they're two-way? So they're not one way, but they're Mm two-way. And what would you say you should do if they are one way? How would you say people should navigate that?
2: Yeah, that's such a great question. I think that... um, in a two-way relationship i think it's so important um you know it says in the bible to be equally yoked Mm -hmm. um and i think that that ultimately comes from knowing god and like the scripture says and it's like if we know god we're going to be able to overflow love um the way that he wants it to be done so i think if we're both doing that then naturally we're going to be serving each other in the relationship or the friendship Mm -hmm. um and that makes it work but if you know, the other person isn't doing the same, if they're not um, in the same relationship with God as you are, um, how, you know, how are they going to know how to love you properly as a friend or, you know, even a family member? Mm-hmm. How are they truly going to be able to love you in the same way? And if they can't, I think that, you know, unfortunately, sometimes we do have to separate ourselves from those people. And, that's not to say that they're a bad person you know or that we can't be yeah or that we can't know them or spend time with them but we really do have to make you know like we were talking about before those boundaries where i'm not gonna i'm not gonna continue in relationship with people who um are gonna i guess get in the way of my walk with god because ultimately that's what it's all about um and sometimes people just don't want to receive that so that's their own choice and um, they have to understand when we separate ourselves that it's it's for our you know our beliefs Um, and we we can't compromise on that unfortunately as well um, in Christian relationships these things happen as well
1: Uh, it's not just in non-Christian relationships so what would you say to people
2: who are going through that? I think if you're in a Christian relationship and that is happening I would definitely pray mm-hmm. a lot about it because I have had that exact experience I've been in a relationship before with mm-hmm. um, someone who was a Christian we went to the same church um, but our journey with God was very different um, we were on different stages of our relationship with God and that, that ended up ending because you know i'm after god's heart Mm -hmm. and you know they just weren't quite there yet so unfortunately it does happen in christian relationships but i think you need to you need to put god first and if your relationship isn't glorifying god there's someone might not be in the same place as you are with that so i would personally pray really hard does god want you to be in this relationship what does he want you to do about you know these issues that are arising um and i do believe that god would want you to be with someone who is you know equally yoked with you or on the same page as you with their relationship exactly and it can be very emotionally
1: draining uh to have a one-way relationship um with people <laughs> yeah. or even friendships anything honestly um i just think it can be very draining being the one person To try and lead someone to the truth if they don't want to know the truth that's another thing guys if you want to know the truth or you need to make an effort as well so it takes effort in every relationship Mm -hmm. it doesn't just happen relationships don't fall from the sky and you know just (laughs) you know just happen it takes time it takes effort and honesty but yeah it comes back to emotional boundaries so if you find yourself in a place where you're just one way all the time you know pouring out pouring out or just really honestly I wouldn't even say that we, you know, as Christians, when we do good for others, we don't really expect anything back. But what Mm -hmm. I'm trying to say is, as well, if you're in a friendship or relationship, the reason it's called a friendship is because you both meet each other at one point. Um, So I think it needs to be two way as well. But if it's emotionally draining, you guys just have emotional boundaries. I think people expect a lot from people. Um, Put your expectations on Jesus. Yeah. Would you want to expand Mm -hmm. on
2: that? Yeah. I think that um, if you're like, even if you're going into a new relationship or a new friendship, um, you know, often in the past, I've entered a relationship with all of these expectations Mm -hmm. of what I think it should be like. And then, you know, when those aren't met, it's like, you're just like, oh, okay. Um, But that's why, like you said, it's so important. Just don't have those expectations, but also, Um, know I guess where the line draws so it's like you do there's still a standard um, but Mm -hmm. standards and expectations are so different so it's like you you don't want to have high expectations but you still have to have standards exactly and um,
1: I think also working through those standards in relationships and friendships like hey you know I feel this way it comes back to honesty Um, Mm -hmm. and letting people work towards that wherever you know they're kind of lagging behind Um, so I think it's working through it but obviously if the other party doesn't want to and it's expectations that are very standard um, (laughs) and very like you know important to me which is just basics you know if I talk to you yeah don't ignore me 24-7 you know the basics (laughs) yeah Um, don't ghost me (laughs) (laughs) exactly and that's a big thing unfortunately I've seen a lot of young people talk about is ghosting um oh, so it's so um, bad it is so bad guys like this is one kind of a joke i crack here is that if you're a christian and you're ghosting people cuz you don't want to be honest just remember you might escape them in the world your brothers and sisters in christ but you're going to see them in heaven and you can't run away from them <laughs> so don't ghost people um it's actually True. a real big problem i don't think it's actually healthy it mm. displeases god guys please change and ask God for help. We all need to change, all of us in different ways, including myself. So I just hope that this helps people to change and, you know, know the importance of how can I change my approach to relationships. Love is gentle, as I mentioned before. So you can do all these Mm. sweet things and say, you know, um, I love you. You know, I think also saying that is important in our friendships, to be very honest. I think Jesus often didn't just speak about love. Um, you know, John, the beloved disciple, he spoke a lot about love. And I think it's, yeah. you know, saying it. I think in this culture today, people feel really uncomfortable. But I think in the body of Christ, we need to exercise that. So just telling your friends, like, hey, I hope you're having a good day. You know, just know that I'm here. I care about you. I love you. You know, God's there for you. And just being comfortable to say that, I think is very important guys because um yeah yeah it's the very essence of our christian faith is love and so i think being comfortable to say it to your friends um being comfortable to exercise it in word and deed um is very important
2: yeah no i totally agree i think that it's such a strange thing but sometimes (laughs) in friendships or relationships like you just feel so awkward to say like i love you we should be able to just be like you know you're my friend i love you so much like you're a child of god yeah but it's just one of those things I think the enemy stops us from like, you know, expressing that love because he knows how powerful it is. Exactly. Um, yeah, so I think it's just it is really important for anyone listening. Like, make sure you tell people you love them because they might need to hear that. You know, they could be having the worst day of their life and they just need someone to say, you know, I love you. Like and that's just like we need to remember, like we've touched on, it's not this world is not about us, it's about you know glorifying god and doing that is sometimes telling someone how much you love them exactly that is so
1: important and um unfortunately the culture today is like you know i feel so uncomfortable to say that or to express it or to you know even just be like i'm going to do a random act of kindness i really <laughs> encourage you to grow in that and you know say that um you know tell people you care about them say i love you be comfortable with it it's a god Mm -hmm. thing jesus came to the cross you know like it says god so loved the world and i just think it's very important to exercise that love is gentle but love is firm the last thing i want to say some people find it too hard to be firm uh, (laughs) in their relationships because they're just very caring people um Yeah. yeah so what would you say you know how can you be firm but loving
2: I think that that actually comes like from a reflection of your heart. And although, yes, you can be a caring person and not want to be firm with someone, I think when you know the truth and when you know how important, you know, speaking the truth is, being firm with someone, it, you know, it, it comes naturally almost because you are loving, because you have the love of God mm-hmm. in your heart. So even though you might be like a really gentle, caring person, you're like, I don't want to displease anyone. Like it, if you truly know like the truth, you will na- it will overflow out of you because you care and you love about that person. Um, and being firm doesn't have to be, you know, yelling at them in their face. <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's just telling them the truth. Yeah
1: yeah that's good and um i think being firm as well is letting a person go sometimes right so Mm. if they don't want to abide in the truth or you've told them the truth or you're like you know this is how i feel or whatever you're going through i think you know loving a person means letting go of the things they don't Mm want to do that's being firm because i think the more we cling on to people the more um we hurt ourselves in the process.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so I think just being firm enough to say, well, if you want to do it that way, I'm okay with taking a step back. Um, you can't control people, only God can lead them to the truth. So you can speak truth, but don't force people And um, yeah, just step mm. back when you need to as well. And so I wanted so good. you to actually, before you pray, tell us a bit about your business so that um, people can, <laughs> you know, know a little bit more about the great things that you're doing for the Lord.
2: Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I have a faith based business. It's an online business called pictured by page. And, um, basically I just, I create faith based, um, t-shirts and clothing and, um, stickers and bookmarks and tote bags and just little things like that, that, um, I, my heart is really passionate about, you know, spreading the simple gospel to people it doesn't have to be anything um crazy but just like the little touches on like your t-shirt someone Mm -hmm. um i've had people ask me questions like oh that's a cool t-shirt where'd you get it from and it opens up that conversation of, Mm. well actually you know I made it and my heart behind it is, you know, the love of, of God and then you can, you can witness to people um, and that's really my heart behind it. I just, I love God so much. I want it to overflow of every part of my life, um, even in my work life. That's
1: so beautiful. And I like how um, you spoke about how it becomes part of their lives. And it's so true because when you you wear your t-shirts, you're carrying the gospel, you know, as part (laughs) of you, Uh, the things around you become a blessing to you. You start to notice um, God in your everyday life. So I love that. And do you you guys ship um, uh, globally as well, or is it just based in Australia?
2: No, yeah, so um, we ship globally, um, so yeah, at the moment I think we've done New Zealand and America, but um, it goes everywhere, so hopefully it will expand soon and we can see it all over the world, which would be awesome. That's awesome guys, so if you're from different countries, so just feel free
1: to order because it's not limited, to, excluded for you guys rather. So. That's great, Paige. We're looking forward to what God's going to do in your life and through your life, even through your business. And we're so glad to have you and we want you to close with a word of prayer.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to say thank you so much. I'm really excited about this podcast and I think it's really going to encourage so many people. So thank you for having me. Um, But, yeah, I'll just pray now for us. So Lord God, I just thank you for this amazing podcast and everyone listening. Um, Lord, I pray that the ears that hear this will um, take everything that we've said and they will give it to you, Lord, and that you would show them um, in their in their situations, whether it's uh, friendship or um, maybe in their relationships, um, like a spouse or a family member, Lord, that you will just guide them and give them the wisdom um, to be able to navigate those relationships how you would want. Um, and I just thank you that the words that were spoken over in this podcast, um, Lord, that it would just at least help someone, just even one person, um, to glorify you and and to help your kingdom grow. Um, but I just overall pray that um, everyone who is listening, um, would just be blessed, Lord, um, and that you would just encourage them today with this podcast. And I thank you so much for this opportunity, Lord. Um, And I just, um, we give all the glory to you, Father. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. That was fantastic. Thank you so much for being with us. No, thank you. It was awesome. I'm so glad I got to join. Um, Thank you for the opportunity. It's our pleasure.
0: If you were encouraged by this episode of today's Words of Encouragement, make sure to like and subscribe to hear more from Melissa Ferreira. God bless you. And always remember, you are treasured and deeply loved by God.